Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about solar, obviously, um, and we're going to talk about dump loads, okay? Um, a dump load is, another term is also used as um, diversion load, okay? Um, and basically, they do the exact same thing. Um, so in solar, wind, hydro... Um, you're producing power, right, from all these renewable energy sources. Um, now, here is a scenario where dump load or diversion load would be used. So let's say you have your battery bank, regardless, doesn't matter what type of batteries you have, and you have your solar or your wind or your hydro connected to it, and your batteries are completely full. Now, what happens with most MPPT charge controllers, um, like mine, <clears throat> What happens is when the battery gets full or get, it almost gets full, the charge controller starts to taper down or limit the amount of power that's going into the battery, okay? Because it's realizing the battery is almost completely full. So it doesn't need that much amps. It doesn't need that much more power to, to top it off. It's almost full. And then what happens is, is when it gets full, right, the charge controller in a sense will actually shut off. It'll still be running, but it actually shut off or stop the power from going into the battery because we don't want to overcharge the battery, right? And so that's why you have a MPPT charge controller. It conditions the battery very well. It pushes as much power into the battery as fast as it can um, over the period of you know over a period of time. Uh, and then when that battery starts to get full, it starts to taper it down the amount of power going into it. And then, like I said, when the battery is finally full. It'll actually almost, you know, stop putting any power into the battery itself because it realizes it, it's completely full. Now, where the dump load or diversion load comes into play is at that point, okay? At the point of where the batteries are completely full is where you could now utilize dump or diversion, okay? It's the same thing, just a different, different way of saying it. And um, what that means is you have you now have the opportunity to now dump or put the power into something else. So here is an example. So you have a solar system, your batteries get full, and now instead of just letting the charge controller sit idle and your solar panel is out there really not doing a whole lot of anything because your batteries are full, you can divert that extra power that would normally not be used now, you can actually use it. And you could use it to heat hot water. You can use it for many different things. I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do. You can even use it to maybe even charge a second battery bank. Um, there's so much things that you can use the extra power for, obviously. And, and there's two ways of accomplishing that. The, fir the first way is using DC appliances, okay? Um, that way there's no conversion, really. You're going straight from the battery to the um, whatever appliance you're using. Um, now, the way the dump load works, depending on the charge controller you have, you set it up, okay? So here's an example. Um, 
like for my batteries, I'll give you an example. So I have my batteries programmed to basically stop charging at 60 volts. I have lithium ion batteries, okay? So at 60 volts, they the power stops coming in from the solar panels and the wind turbine. Well, I have the opportunity now to dump that power. Where do I want to dump it? So here's a scenario that maybe I want to dump it into a hot water heater. So I would use hot water heating elements. You know, you can use DC or AC. Um, we're not going to go into the details of that in this. But it's a heater element in a sense, right? And you can now dump the extra power into the heating element, now heating hot water, right? Now you can do that on the DC side or you can do that on the AC side. And there's different ways to do that utilizing a solid state relay, okay? The solid state relay works basically as a switch. So your charge controller has a um, little terminal somewhere on it, depending on the charge controller you have. Um, the Outback and the Midnight Solar, it's on the, when you open it up um, on the circuit board, it's on the bottom. And basically what it does is it sends a 12-volt signal, right? So you preset your charge controller to say, okay, my batteries are now fully charged at 60 volts. As soon as my batteries hit 60 volts, I want the charge controller to now trigger, send a signal down the relay port to trigger on a solid state relay. Okay, that solid state relay takes the positive and negative from that signal and opens and closes a switch in a sense. On the other side of that switch, you have where you're plugging in your DC. Okay, the switch is basically like wired like a light switch. It is in line on one side of the wire. Okay, and then now you can now trigger on or off um, a DC appliance. Now, the way it works is you will have, you know, your negative going to your battery, um, going through the one side of the, the heater element, and then on the other side of the heater element, as it comes out, um, that's going to go ahead and now be a um, positive, right? It goes through the solid state relay, and it comes out of the solid state relay and returns back to the battery on the positive side, right? So now we have a circuit. The only way that circuit works is when it's triggered by the um, dumper load or diversion load settings that you set on your charge controller, okay? So I'm just trying to give you guys an idea of how it's structured and how it's working. So as soon as my, here's an example. So if I wanted to do this, okay, so my batteries hit 60 volts. It now triggers on the relay on the charge controller to send a signal down the line. We send that signal to the solid state relay. It goes and heads, and you can buy solid state relays that are normally open or normally closed. It just depends on what you're trying to do. Uh, it'll go ahead and close the switch, make making contact. And now it'll energize that DC um, heater element to start now pulling power from the battery in order to heat hot water. Because what, what, what happens is as soon as you start diverting power, the charge controller realizes, wait a minute, the battery voltage is dropping. So now the charge controller will now bring in and start basically turn back on in a sense and start bringing back in all this power from your solar panels that was normally just sitting idle. Because what the charge, charge controller is going to try to do now is try to maintain that battery voltage of 60 volts. Okay. Now you can set a threshold, say, um, say it drops down to 59 volts. Well, then you can set it up to that where the solid state relay gets deactivated. 
because we're not trying to drain the batteries. We're just trying to use all the extra power off the top end of the solar system that's not being used. And you can easily heat hot water that way. Um, you can do it on the AC side. Um, you just have to run the, um, the solid state relay through AC where it triggers on and off. It's just an on and off switch. I just try to think about it like that. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. So that is one way of diverting power. <clears throat> now, I will be making a video on my YouTube channel, Modern Off-Grid DIY, and I'm going to um, show and share with everyone what I found. So I've been playing around with solar for quite a long time. I've been living on solar and wind power for a long time. I have a lot of experience with it dumping a lot of power um, because I my system can produce quite a bit of power from the solar and from the wind turbines. So I have that opportunity to always have a lot of extra power and I can always use that extra power if I decide to do that. So um, I've experimented with some different scenarios and I have found something very, very interesting. And I think it's gonna be very beneficial to a lot of people. So um, definitely stay tuned and um, tune into my YouTube channel to kind of catch up on that when that video goes live. I'm trying to figure out a way to structure the video in a way that I could explain it the most simplest way. That way everybody can understand it because the way I just explained how you set up a dump load is how most wiring diagrams you find online or even when you buy like a solar charge controller, they will recommend you wiring it exactly how I just described to you, okay? But I found a big flaw with that and a very big problem, okay? And so I want to share that with everybody. Um, now, I'm going to go into a little bit more details right now. Essentially, what is happening with the current way that they're telling us to wire this, in a sense, it's wrong, okay? And I'll be the first one to say it's wrong. And because I have data that backs it up, what happens is because of the way it's wired, it is micro cycling your batteries. So remember, your battery um, has only basically so many cycles before the battery, you know, it's, it's degrading as time goes on, right? So the more cycles you put on the battery, the faster it starts to degrade over time. And at some point, the battery is no good. And then you have to replace that battery at some point down the road. Well, what happens is with the way that they're telling us to wire things up, we are technically micro-cycling the batteries on the top end, okay? Because remember, it's going to turn on and start and start dumping power. But in a sense, it's pulling the power from the battery. Because remember, it has to loop through the battery, right? Positive and negative. And so what it's it's microcycling on the very top end of the battery, which is no good. That is no good. I have charts on my um, charge controller that I've looked at, and I have watched the the um, voltage on it and actually tracked it to see well, you know, how well that way that they recommend to us works. And I have a lot of data on that, and it's no good. It is that is the worst thing you can do is microcycle your batteries. Don't microcycle your batteries because a microcycle is not a whole cycle, okay? But enough microcycling of a battery creates one whole cycle, right? So let's give an example. Let's say your batteries are charged at, say, 10 o'clock in the morning. Now you want to dump all this power. And, and you're thinking, yeah, I'll just dump this power. Great, because I have all this extra. Sure, you start dumping the power. But what happens is from 10 a.m. in the morning until the sun sets or until the voltage cannot hold the trigger point to turn on that solid state relay, 
It is continuously microcycling the batteries until that point happens. So in one day, on the top end, you could be potentially microcycling your batteries to a point where it's a full cycle, right? Or at least a couple full cycles of the battery. And so that, that's something I think a lot of people are misunderstanding and not looking at. I just don't think a lot of people have looked at that data, and I have. And that's when that's when I got I got really surprised and worried because I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Why are I, I was just watching my batteries? I'm watching the data. I'm watching my graphs. And don't get me wrong, the dumping of the power works. Yes, it absolutely works. But to me, that is not the right way to do it. And so I came up with another way to utilize the dump or the diversion load without even touching the battery because we don't want to touch the battery okay in the sense of dumping power you do not want to even touch the battery the batteries are full leave them alone do not pull any power from them on the dump side okay because that's that's when that microcycling starts to happen so i figured out a way to dump the power by skipping the battery and that way now we're allowing the battery to last a lot longer because we're not even microcycling anything. And so I came up with something very interesting and it's just a basic way of wiring something. And I looked into all the um, literature that comes with a lot of these charge controllers and the way they are recommending it on almost every single um, thing that I could find that rec um, references dumping power, they have it where it's microcycling the batteries. That is no good. No good. And so, um, yeah, I want to definitely share that information with everybody on my YouTube channel. So definitely tune in because I think it might be an eye opener for a lot of people um, because I will I will absolutely dump power and divert power, but not the not the traditional way, because that that's only damaging my batteries. It is shortening the lifespan of my batteries. In a sense, it is taking a um, it's taking money out of my pocket because it, it costs you money to build your solar system and buy your batteries and all that, right? So to me, it seems like it's just taking dollars out of my pocket every time I start microcycling my batteries in the top end. I'm not going to do that anymore, and I don't think you should either. So yeah, um, definitely stay tuned for that. I think it'd be very interesting. Um, I did come up with a way that avoids touching the battery, and um, you can use the peer power coming in from the solar and the solar charge controller to power whatever you need to power as far as a DC side of DC load. Um, that is the only caveat. It is going to be, has to be DC. So hot water heaters, um, you know, anything that runs on DC, um, you could um, do it the way I have it. Um, my schematic wired um, diagram that I'm going to share with everybody. Um, now on the AC side, because you can dump load on the AC side, but you got to remember, that is still basically pulling power through your batteries, through your inverter. It's, it's wear and tear on your system by doing it the tr traditional way. Don't do it that way. So um, you are going to be limited to some of the things that you can do as far as with the new, the new way of wiring it that I've, that, that I've discovered, which will limit you to only being able to use the direct DC power, no AC power. Okay. That is the give and take. Um, but maybe as we go more into it, we can, um, you know, discover more. But that's the one thing about solar and renewable energy is thinking outside the box, right? Um, inspire yourself and inspire others to um, give it a shot. You know, don't just follow one one way of things. S step back, look at it, reevaluate it, and see if there's a better way to do something, right? And that is essentially what has happened in this case. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, guys, definitely stay tuned. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I just wanted to kind of get everybody's head wrapped around the um, concept of diversion power or dumping the extra power. Um, yes, there is two ways to do this, uh, actually three ways. Um, but the way that most people or companies are recommending, even in their own manuals, is not right. Because for them, it was easier for them to write the literature that way than it is to do it another way. So, uh, yeah, definitely stay tuned, guys. I think it'll surprise you. So, anyway, guys, see you guys on the next episode. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. Available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY. Inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash freeyourmind. And there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.